You have tuned in to Twuk Season 2, Episode 1. My name is Zephyr. Today, I'm interviewing Francesca, and we're going to be talking about retiring from sex work. And how are you doing today, Francesca? I'm all right, just kind of chilling. Nice. <laughs> um, well, thank you for coming today. I'm really excited to talk about uh, retiring from sex work. Everybody you know, that is involved in sex work, definitely thinks about retirement at some point because it is very hard work indeed. Um, so I'm really just excited to talk to you about some of your thoughts and process on that. Um, I'm first just wondering, how long were you doing sex work for? Um, I was a sex worker for about seven years, I would say. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Uh, what types of sex work have you done before? Um, I started off actually on a site called uh, My Girlfriend Experience, um, and then I ended up stripping uh, from that, just went from, you know, sugar daddies to full service, so I've been to OnlyFans at some point, so nice. kind of just will touch base on everything. So are you still doing any types of sex work currently, or are you completely out of the game Pretty much completely out of the game. Um, I even said goodbye to my last sugar daddy uh, not too long ago. And um, the only thing I'm kind of doing recently is going to be like a kinky bingo. And all I have to do is, you know, look hot and pass out raffle tickets. But, you know, it's like 200 bucks to do nothing. So I think maybe that's as close (laughs) as it gets to me doing stuff right now. (laughs) Nice. That sounds really fun. Um, what was it like saying goodbye to your last sugar daddy? Was that a hard experience for you and him? Um, I don't know, actually. Like, maybe I kind of fumbled the bag, too. And I know Anna Nicole Smith would probably be very disappointed in me. But he was just (laughs) very annoying. And this is why, like, this job is so emotionally, like, taxing on you. Um, You know, he just would just complain about the most annoying things, kids and wife. And then he'd be like oh, my uncle died and I inherited two million and, you know, would see me struggling and barely do anything to help me. And that's just kind of like, shit, you know, like, yeah, he's definitely given me money. He's helped pay off the rest of my student loans at some point. Yeah. And that's, of of course, really nice. You know, yeah, it's all great. And then it's just like having to like constantly hear how miserable your life is. I'm like, dude, you're, you're living so pretty, like compared to the shit I go through or anybody else, honestly, like. My life's definitely not as bad maybe as others, but... Yeah, just... and then meanwhile, talking about how much money he has and you not doing well. Like... Yeah, maybe, like, uh, my kids, like, they can be so annoying sometimes. Like, they get 10K from their grandma every Christmas, and they ask, <laughs> when's it coming? And I'm like, fuck you and your family. Yeah, literally. <laughs> so I just, I couldn't do it anymore again, like... If I could have just shut off all the parts of my body and, like, really went into it, I'd probably be living pretty. Who knows? But to me, I just couldn't do it, you know? Like I said, I fumbled it, but it just wasn't, didn't feel healthy enough for me, you know? Yeah, I mean, I don't think that that's necessarily a fumble. Like, sometimes, like, your well-being, like, outweighs, like, how much money you'll ultimately make from having a sugar daddy, and it's... I've done a lot of different types of sex work too, um, ranging from dancing to sugaring to full service. And I find sugaring to be the hardest because the boundaries are not 
super clear. It's not super clear about like when you're providing sugar and they're providing money. And so sometimes things just aren't flowing as they should be. And it's a really delicate balance to like get the money that you need, but also maintain the fantasy that they want to live in their head. Whereas full service, it's just like, you know, more straight up. Yeah. Like, you know, it's more, I guess, transactional. And I know you've mentioned this in your past episodes too, just like making it not as transactional, making sure they feel like they're actually like, they matter and such. So. Yeah, and, and that's I, a lot I, of work. <laughs> it, it's so much. I did meet the man at the club too, so it just kind of like transcended into all that. So it's a, uh, I guess it was kind of bittersweet, but you know, definitely had to let him go. I guess. Yeah. So what are you doing with your life now that you're retired from sex work? Um, right now I'm a graphic designer, um, and I actually went to school for just a little bit and then I dropped out of college because college is a waste of time. (laughs) (laughs) I agree. Um, So yeah, like I ended up just kind of teaching myself and, you know, I got my first job with that at a company in DC um, and I actually really liked it there too. It was was pretty fun. But (laughs) um, I started there, um, you know, and I just kind of taught myself and I didn't really need that much experience to start, which was actually really great for like graphic design. They don't care about what school you went to they just want to see like a portfolio like as long as you can do the shit like yeah so I ended up doing that and then um they just I guess weren't paying me enough and you know like that's how it goes with companies it's like either a really great place to work and they're not paying you enough or it's like the other you know vice versa the monkey paw curls kind of a thing (laughs) so I ended up finding a place here in Baltimore uh, since I live up here now and um pays significantly more and I get a bonus often, which is fucking awesome. But I keep spending it on tattoos, so that's <laughs> also <laughs> another bad thing. But um, yeah, yeah, that's what I've just been like doing now, and it's it's pretty great actually. Yeah, that's really nice. Yeah, I definitely can relate to the thing about tattoos. I feel like <laughs> sex work does not lend itself to always being like the best at uh, money management. No, because <laughs> <laughs> money is like coming in so fast and yeah. also kind of erratically. So you're like, whatever. Like, who knows? Like, maybe yeah. I'll make thousands of dollars next week, and, and maybe zero the week after. So oh, it was bad. I like got the one on my arm, and like, literally two weeks afterwards, I was like is it too early for another one, man? Like, Yeah, so I was like, damn. So I think last month I got two or whatever. So it was just, I'm nice. still not good with money management. So I think that's something that doesn't stop, maybe. I'm, I'm trying really hard to be better at it. But yeah, it's it's tough for me as well. So um, I, I don't feel like you had like a whole lot of tattoos. Like when I remember dancing with you at the club, yeah. was that like a decision, um, you know, that you were making just because you were doing sex work, but like really, truly you would have liked to have tattoos, but you kept yeah. from them because customers don't yeah. always agree <laughs> with our decisions. Yeah. I think that was always kind of like my look. I guess it's something I clung on to like especially in the beginning, you know, um, even when I was, like, much more skinnier <laughs> during the beginning of my sex work, it's just, like, a very... Can't relate. <laughs> <laughs> I 
very like girl next door. Yeah, you know, she's she's funny. She's gonna get tattoos. You know, she doesn't wear a lot of makeup. It was just yeah, like that was my thing too. Yeah, where it's like you kind of, especially you know, someone who's also worked at pumps. You know, you kind of stick out like a sore thumb. Like sometimes there when you're like when you have no funny. tattoos and you're just like yeah. the clean cut. So it'd like, be like a slow. Night. I hate talking about money. I'm sorry, but like it'd yeah. be like a slow night, and I'd leave with like seven hundred bucks or something because I'm like, you know, nothing. You know, yeah. so things like that. Like I guess like clung on to but I've always wanted to be like covered in tattoos like <laughs> so it's funny retiring I feel myself referring back to the person I wanted to look like when I was like 13 in like emo and goth or whatever so. yeah <laughs> so now I'm like I feel like I'm free I can get tattoos I guess or whatever so and I work from home so it's not like they care where I get them from this part yeah guess, of course but. I mean, that's really cool that you're able to express yourself now in the ways that you have always wanted to because now you're retired, you can just fully do that and not worry about the judgments from men. Um, I don't want to say that I regret like getting a bunch of tattoos like while dancing Mm -hmm. because I I did start with the same like clean cut girl next door look and I don't want to tell anybody who's either a dancer now or thinking about being a dancer to not get tattoos but I will say it does limit your market a lot and yeah um you I mean, know, like, it, it is nice to maybe and smart of you to have waited until you've retired to start well, acquiring you think, tattoos. Like, you know, cause some guys like they say they don't like this, but they they really don't care. I feel like sometimes too, they're like, you should That's get totally your boobs true. done, but they're yeah, gonna, they're gonna tip you anyway. So honestly, you should just do, do what, what makes you, you feel confident and yeah. sexy. Like there is a girl I worked at at Hustler. Um, she still works here today. She is a goddess. I love her so much. She um covered you know even on the side of her head just like tattoos up and down like and and I'm sure she still makes so much money people loved her no matter what you know it's just like you just gotta do what makes you again feel comfortable I guess and confident I just kind of fell into that vibe of you know having to be this way and look this way and I don't know it's just now I feel a little bit more free but definitely definitely do whatever makes you happy yeah, yeah. Totally. get that tattoo <laughs> get your boobs done please yeah <laughs> do whatever you want honestly I need to like be more comfortable with the decisions I've made up until this point it's just hard to not let mm-hmm. the judgments of customers like not get to me sometimes but you know every year I like give less of a shit of what they think <laughs> which is why at this point I feel I like literally... the older you get to you yeah. do not give a shit anymore <laughs> I know they'll be like why do you have your neck tattooed I'm like why are you fucking talking to me I'm like <laughs> why are you fucking ugly <laughs> yeah why are you fucking ugly and neck broke <laughs> oh my god um so I'm kind of curious like what the process was like transitioning from working as a sex worker full-time to fully retiring at this point was it like a slow process did you semi-retire at first or um did you did you go straight into retirement um so I always you know like you kind of mentioned earlier we always think about retiring and this was always supposed to be like somewhat temporary I always felt like I wasn't a good sex worker, <laughs> just like <laughs> the mixture of social anxiety and being on the spectrum and things like that I just yeah. felt like I wasn't the best I was like always kind of ready to leave at some point even when the money's really good but um you know I applied so much just to get like my job and again at that time they weren't paying me as much to fully retire you know like yeah I was still living in 
DuPont Circle, paying fifteen hundred for a studio, um, very oh small studio. Yeah, and uh, during the, the quarantine, so I was stuck in that. That was a fun time. So, you know, that's when I referred it to um, OnlyFans, and then I was still coming up to Baltimore to dance because DC, you need to be on a schedule, and that's so ridiculous to me. Like, you know, I would just take the Mark train up, maybe stay with a friend in like Fed or something, and just make a you know some extra cash basically like that's the thing about stripping is just it was always there like you could just walk right back in like hey (laughs) it's me so I ended up doing that for for a while and it wasn't I guess just till recently like this year um you know I did my finances I guess like really like nerdy I was like on excel or whatever and like made a budget and I was like okay I can retire (laughs) like I was like (laughs) I'm like comfortable like you know where I don't I don't really need to anymore, I guess, you know, so it just, it did take a while. Like I said, it took a few years for me. Like, I mean, I was working my first company and still stripping and I think I only had like three coworkers who knew what I was doing because (laughs) I felt like I could trust them after, you know, I've done blow with them. So I feel like that's that's another bonding experience. Yeah. Yeah. So then I like ended up like, you know, just kind of telling them and they're like the only ones who knew and they're like, how are you feeling today? Because I knew I was working like maybe the past, like previous night or something, but it was, it was, uh, it took a while, but you know, now I'm here and done, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Is it, is sex work something that you would ever consider, um, dabbling in again in the future or are you like done, done? <laughs> I don't, that's the thing. Cause like sometimes like just like recently, you know, I went to New York to get my chest tattooed and you know, I want a little crazy had a little fun spent a little money and then I was like oof my bank account is like frying right now like I could just pop back in and then I was like no I can't like I'm I'm too tired like I don't even want to deal with that so I might just be done and if I do get back into it it's probably because I have to I guess you know which is a little more darker I guess of an answer but yeah I mean it's I I guess it's always nice to have in your back pocket but you know maybe not something that you that you want to get back into again in the future not somewhere that you that you see yourself in an ideal situation yeah that's some like I do think about it a lot and because I mean it always was fun and I'll always be grateful for it for like giving me confidence that I just really never have like even still being a little like anxious and whatever it's still just kind of like formed me into this bad bitch and you know, who loves herself, you know, and doesn't fuck around with basic men or whatever. So (laughs) I do have to thank it for that, you know, me knowing my like self-worth. So I always love it for that, but I think I'm done. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. (laughs) I feel like it must be refreshing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, it's definitely like something I'll always be happy with. I'll always be proud of it too. I tell Everyone I meet, you know, pretty much, I was a dancer, like, or, you know, I did this or whatever. I want people to, you know, see us as humans, which we are. People think, you know, you're just these fembots or whatever, you know, and it's, yeah. or, you know, it's just, I want them, though, like, just like everyone else, <laughs> you know, like stars, <laughs> they're just like us. So, yeah. something always be grateful. I'm never going to be, like, ashamed of it, you know, always tell it straight up, like, oh, yeah, I did this, or you show my butthole for money, like, it's, <laughs> it's something I'm definitely, like, will always be a part of me. Yeah, I, th- I think it's good to, like, normalize talking about it. I mean, obviously, like, some people are more private about it, and that's their decision, yeah, and totally okay. Understandable, but too. Like, I, totally I'm understandable. similar to you, like, I'm the, I'm the first to just 
tell someone that I'm a stripper or that I'm <laughs> for money or like whatever. Like I don't like. <laughs> I guess that just shows people like I'm a probably gonna edit like... that part out. You might have to edit that part. <laughs> I'm not admitting to that. <laughs> That's so But like um. No, it's just, like, I love being that person, just, like, this is who I am, you know, and I understand people being private about that, it's, you have to be, for the most part, even, like, there's a lot of people, I wouldn't tell that, like, my coworkers and such, like, just, none of their business, but, and it's also, just like, a safety thing, it's still, you know, not the safest thing, but, yeah, I'm always just immediately, like, this is who I am, and sometimes you're, like, the first sex worker they meet, I say in quotes, because, you know, not a lot of people are out about it, and it changes their perspective, like, you know, oh, like, you're really chill, or you're just, you know, it's like, yeah, we're fucking human. So. Yeah, we're all, not just all dirty whores out here. <laughs> Maybe just a little bit. but like, Maybe just a little bit, but, like, we take pride in that, so it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> all right, uh, cool. So I just wanted to thank you for coming and taking the time to talk with me about being a sex worker and retiring from it and what that process was like. It was really nice talking to you about it today it was really nice talking to you thank you again for having me like I was so excited to like come here and do this and I'm a big fan of Twux so <laughs> definitely happy to be here yeah I'm really I'm really excited about um the future of Twuk and I'm mm-hmm. I'm really excited that this is the first podcast that I've been able to record with someone that's not Ooh, just me yeah. so <laughs> yeah you know this is just the start of um some more great opportunities in the future Mm -hmm. so yeah i'm really excited about that and thank you guys for tuning in we'll see you for the next one